0: Welcome to Of Sound, Mind, and Music, the only podcast where you will listen to and understand the history of all of the songs that are going on the radio today and their genres. So today, I have wonderful guests here. I have Cliff from Civilian and I have Parms from Civilian. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves?
1: Well, I'm Parms, as you just stated. I play the drums, but I do... I wear many hats. <laughs> Wear Man, many hacks. hats. You're a big is, hat guy. One of them is this uh broken headphone right now and uh, the others are audio engineer, drummer, <laughs> producer, mixer, producer, writer.
2: Yeah. Uh visionary. You're you're pretty much the Chris Nolan of this band. <laughs>
1: yeah, certified sexy beast. Yes. <laughs> and over here we have
2: I'm Cliff. I sing.
1: That's it. Oh,
2: and a... do
0: some writing and I play a little bit. <laughs> that is amazing. All Sweat right. a lot. So, how much do you guys know about theatrical acts do you are you like familiar with the history at all I like to think of our band as a theatrical
1: act so I think that we pull influence from it um
0: yeah yeah
2: absolutely I, I concur
0: for you guys specifically how would like these theatrics help your live performances we have done concept albums
1: Uh, from our early days and I think that that plays into the whole theatrical thing quite a bit. I think a lot of bands are doing that more often now creating a theme for their record to put them in a bit of a creative box and then Mm -hmm. moving forward from there uh, our first one was the Five Stages of Grief so that was pretty easy to lean into. Each song was a different stage. Mm -hmm. Um, If you wanted to add to that at all.
2: No, you're doing great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I never get the mic so here we go. Uh, And uh, I think that like what, like, all of my favorite bands are generally like theatrical bands, like, uh, like I love Sleep Token, um, Bring, which me, the horizon. bring me the Horizon, like, culty bands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, we don't really ide- necessarily identify as like a culty band since we play a lot into our like humor because mm-hmm. we don't take our t- ourselves too seriously. And I think as a culty band or like a theatrical band, it- it's hard to, to have both humor and theatrics. Um, well, it's so
2: important now in like the age of social media that you have to give more than just the art itself. Like it can't just be about the music anymore. You need to give people the visual aspect of it as well um, and have that kind of bleed over into your live performance. So that's something that I think that we're really trying to focus a little bit more on now is carrying over the actual art, the music um, into the visual aspect of our of our media and of our performances.
1: And yeah, like I think that like taking influence from these like theatrical bands is like really important to us, but we're, we're definitely carving our own path to trying to marry it a little bit with the humor side of things. Cause we're like, everyone always says like the, the main thing is to be authentic and and to try to be as genuine as possible. And that's a huge piece of who we are. We joke around a lot. Um, and some of those jokes should probably remain behind closed doors. But oh, <laughs> we, absolutely. But we, uh, yeah, it's just like we, we we try to do both. When we're on stage, we're a little bit more serious, I find. And we try to lean into the theatrics a little bit more. And then when we're behind closed doors, we're much uh, more humorous and stuff like that. And the, mm-hmm. some of the stuff we post online is, is uh, catering a little bit more to our candid nature and less so on the, the whole theatrical thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess you can only have so much of your personality in there when you're trying to put forward some form of theme, right? That's a good point,
1: and I, and I think that's part of, like, why Sleep Token is so fascinating, because they're just, like, they took out their identities completely, which is, like, yeah, so uh, fascinating to me, because imagine being as
0: big of a band as Sleep Token and no one knows who you actually are. Exactly. I mean, there are some fans who have figured out the, uh, like, the front so man. they
1: think. They, so think they think there's <laughs> been nothing's been confirmed and that and, yeah. and and honestly that's part of the beauty it's part of the marketing it's part of the the whole thing like for all we know they could be another punk band somewhere else that is the same members doing something else completely different everybody knows exactly who they are maybe they're smashmouth we don't know they could be <laughs> like you know what <laughs> i mean be. so it's it's one of those things where they've created a brand solely around theatrics and they're being as almost disingenuous as possible in order
0: to create uh, or convey a message yeah it's, it's definitely like more of an atmospheric sort of style oh, right. of music for sure they're going for they're trying to bring more than just the music into it i think absolutely but that, that just goes back to stepping
2: up the visual side of the media you know mm-hmm. um we we talk about this at length in in the room in cl- behind closed doors and the 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 thought of we need to present more than just showing up and playing the songs because mm-hmm. anybody can just they have our albums. They can sit at home and listen to them if, if that's all that they want. So, you know, when you're, you're trying to step up the live show or you're trying to step up the media on the side or, or give people uh, uh, more entertainment or, or, you know, better bang for their buck, you need to make sure that they're getting a full experience that, you know, they're walking away from it saying, holy shit.
1: But the know. media on the side is synonymous with the live show.
2: Yeah. So mm-hmm. you
1: it's almost like if if you're if you're conveying something online in the media and then you jump on a live show you got to be somewhat consistent with that or else mm-hmm. you're conveying like a false brand and then your branding's all off. So that's why again that's why bands like Ghost, Bring Me The Horizon, uh Sleep Token, they've all narrowed in on that and it's so easy for them to decide on what needs to go up on media mm-hmm. because it's exactly what you get at the live show.
2: No, it's nice to see too because you, you, for the longest time you used to see that in other genres like especially pop music it's all about the visual presentation and not so much about the music and you're starting to see kind of crossover between the two you know more pop acts are starting to bring a more kind of rock edge uh, into what they're doing or an alternative edge into what they're doing and it looks like rock bands and alternative bands are starting to bring more of that kind of pop aspect.
1: I actually wanted to bring up a weird point about this and how closely related this kind of cult rock is related to punk and how punk is more than just a genre. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a lifestyle. It's yeah, kind of how yeah, it's yeah. presented and this is the same way. Yeah. It's very much like the goth kind of vibe that they're conveying a little bit more and it's so similar in that way that it's not always necess- like they're good bands or fantastic bands but it's not necessarily about the music it's more about like the message and the vibe and the feel and punk music is so similar to that mm-hmm. so we're starting to get away from the actual musical content a little bit more and i mean if you saw if you saw sleep token in a band photo and then you heard them i think that you would be way off you oh, know yeah, you 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 would sure. ha- you you'd build a different conclusion and i think that that's part of the beauty of the marrying like the the mystery behind these, like, cult rock bands, Mm -hmm. you know, and punk music is so similar, and everything, I I always come back to it, everything comes from punk, and, like, I'm a big punk guy, obviously, listening to, you know, like, old 70s, like, Ramones and stuff like that growing up, and and stuff like that, so it's like, and seeing all the bands that have come out of that and seeing all of the, um, the steps that music has taken in order to change, but still keep a lot of those same themes and feels the same, and, and a lot of my favorite music is all based on stuff that came from punk because yep. of the way that they like convey themselves.
0: Uh, do you think that maybe the reason why people, like the people who don't like Sleep Token don't like Sleep Token is because they are moving away from like sort of the musical priority? almost and Vessel is sort of looking to send that sort of message for that trilogy to mean something to someone you're gonna meet so much resistance whenever you start something new like it's very Mm -hmm. polarizing for sure
1: it's very very polarizing
2: there's a couple different types of music consumers right there's there's people that just simply like to listen to music there are people that like going to concerts and there are, are people who like sitting back and scrolling through social media and not actually interacting with the music itself or with the live aspect itself so you know, I think you have those people who are divided within that own fan base because it is such a polarizing thing to see. Uh, you know, somebody so so deep in it's like the, method acting. It is. It's
1: yeah. very much like method acting. Like, there's this band that I follow called the Funeral Portrait, and uh, there's a buddy of mine. Shout yeah, out Lee. Yeah, shout out Lee. They're uh, they're doing quite well right now, and I think they just got off like a show with Ice Nine Kills and stuff. They're doing they're doing some pretty big stuff, and super proud of them but they've they've really also done the same sort of thing they're called the funeral portrait their Mm -hmm. whole thing is emo music that is kind of like ghost mixed with my chemical romance and they've really embraced the whole like they call their shows like devotion ceremonies and Mm -hmm. stuff and and i think that like when you look at them as people they're very much like the emo kid scene kid that was bullied in high school and stuff like that and to bring that up in such a strong brand going forward is something that so many people can identify with and it's so genuine Oh, yeah. like, exactly it's, it's
2: not at all coming from a place of okay how do we market ourselves it is that's truly just who they are very very genuine so it's easy to connect with that yeah. like I, i'm not even i was never into emo i'm starting to appreciate it now but we just went and saw them in toronto a couple weeks ago and i was floored absolutely floored with their show uh the whole presentation from the second that they step on the stage until they get off the stage it's intoxicating
1: and to it's, watch it's so fun to see more and more bands find success in doing this sort of thing because a lot of the time creatives are very extreme yeah and when you can attach yourself to something theatrical and really dive into it really dive into that brand it really almost helps amplify who they are as opposed to hide who they are yeah it gives them a a medium to to amplify who they are and that's why i think that like even though sleep token is all masks and nobody knows who they are they're they may be putting their best self forward completely like it's it's hard to know we don't know right and that's what makes it so beautiful
0: you, you, like you can absolutely tell that this is what they want to do. Like this is essentially who they are that they're putting yep. for. They don't want you to know who they are because they want the message to stand forward. And I think that that is going to attract like sort of the emo listener almost. Absolutely. Those who are looking for that message to ring true to someone. Whereas people who are more focused on like trap beats, they're still going to get that with Sleep Token. Because Sleep Token is, I want to say, genre fluid. Yep, absolutely. incredible. And I need more bands like yeah. that. But the fact that they can be genre fluid, keep that message, yep. have their theatrics on stage, and still somehow manage to not have their identity known—it's genius. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Because then you have people, like if you have diehard fans for the Sleep Token lore, there is absolutely no way anyone can change their mind that this is not great music. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it took me a while to to, to warm up to them. Like yeah. I feel like they're they definitely grow
1: on you once you start. Cause you listen to them once, you're like, oh, this is cool and different. Yeah. And yep. then you you look them up or some or whatever, and you dive a little bit more into the sleep token verse or whatever, mm-hmm. and you f- fall in love with them more and more. And like to be honest, like Cliff first showed me, I was like, this guy's this this song is weird, man. Like yeah. I don't know, he's singing like this and like <laughs> yeah. doing weird like full beat stuff but i don't know like cliff's wife isn't like a huge fan no she can't stand him she can't she thinks oh she's he's, he's putting, putting on, on a voice. voice but like very likely but he could be could not be who, could cares, not be. who cares right exactly yeah. and cares. that's
0: what that's what's so beautiful about it yeah isn't that sort of the point of keeping his identity though exactly exactly and the way that so. he can still sing with something like like there's still power there's resonance behind oh, absolutely. it too and like if he's covering his actual singing voice and still managing to stay consistent with that voice yeah. and make it sound that great on recordings, I yeah I know <laughs> yeah, I will bow down to that. Yeah, man. tip of the cap, for sure. Do you think like Ghost's occult themes and Sleep Token sort of looks at sleep as a deity almost? Yeah. So do you think that's a sort of almost pandering to a religious audience as well, who can sort of relate to that, or do you think that that was mainly for personal reason i think it's, I think the it's quite the opposite it's the opposite yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I, th- I think you know they're, they're taking these motifs from organized religion and kind of turning it on its head and mm-hmm. and almost poking fun at the ridiculousness of it i'm gonna get burned for this big time because i'm i'm not an organized religion guy <laughs> by any means i mean if you have faith by all means do your thing but once it gets to the point where it, it starts to feel culty uh is a bit too much but yeah you know i think they're using those themes and motifs for those people, like like us, who mm-hmm. who don't really believe in the the idea of anything of of, <laughs> of, of of you know a magic man that lives in the sky and tells you what to do and judges everything that you you do. So, I think you know Ghost specifically very 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 much deals with with that. It's very anti religion if you actually look at it. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Sleep Token is is very much the same thing.
1: I think that almost the movement of anti-religion has become as big and fit through the in between the cracks just as much as normal religion has. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that this is just a medium to kind of spread the message that uh, there's more than, I mean, there's always been atheists and there's always been mm-hmm. people like Gnostics and all that stuff. But I think that this actually starts to give people like more of an identity and somebody to identify with, as you said, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. even though it's not organized. You know, it's the opposite. It's more archaic chaotic and we get to listen to these bands and stuff like that to kind of reinforce our views on that stuff which is actually quite exciting and and really actually uh is quite a a great outlet for people
0: it feels almost like storytelling almost he has like a set specific message and story that he wants to tell for each album yeah and the way that he tries to push that message out is through as many different mediums as he can to try to reach as many people as possible He's gonna lose people because they won't for like sure. the sort of songs that he's making But they're not made for those people specifically yeah. They're made for the message and for the people who will connect with that message. Yeah And then I feel like like I wasn't a huge fan of all of the songs on take me back to Eden yeah. Right. I wasn't a huge fan of like are you really okay for example, but I know that wasn't meant for me. Yeah, that was meant for someone else who was struggling, who hasn't heard that, yeah, and needed something almost to break them through themselves. Which almost yeah. makes you love them more, oh, absolutely, because I,
1: now they're not just pandering to one person. That's right? what it's
2: supposed to be about, right? You know, yeah. people create art to connect with people, or or to give people an outlet, or or to to use it as their own outlet. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. not if if all you're trying to do is tailor make everything for a specific person or a specific group of people you know that that may that may work for some time but it's not going to be
1: disingenuous Too, it is disingenuous Mm -hmm. and it's
2: not going to be everlasting yeah you know it's it'll be a flash in the pan and people will move on to the next one it's like Mm -hmm. you know all these bands that are that are recycling classic rock motifs and still singing about, you know, oh, drinking man. and doing drugs and partying, and we got and a big beef Being with that. misogynistic and talking yeah. about you, women and <laughs>
1: all the and, you know. passion in his voice right now. Oh god!
2: <laughs> this, I, what, what kills me is that they've like dubbed it the new wave of classic rock, which is which is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, I mean, it's not—it's an it's, oxymoron. <laughs> you can't—you well, can't have a new wave of something that is classic. That well, doesn't make not, any sense.
1: It's not wrong to say that it's new, in the way that it's being revived but I don't think it's being revived in a good way no. it's not being revived like emo is it's not because yeah. re- emo's being reinvented oh yeah. yeah right because like we're talking about all these bands Those are reinvented emo bands like I would put I'd put Sleep Token in a in, a, in an emo absolutely emo hard rock like Absolutely. you said, gender, uh, yeah. genre, uh, genre, 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 <laughs> that's a um, whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's another 10 podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got like these, all, all these sick bands are kind of reinventing and, and, and when bands don't make even the slightest attempts to even reinvent anything, um, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. It, it, it feels yeah. disingenuous. It does. it does. It uh, does. Because I think everybody's different. It, and it truly
2: like. You know, we we've had we had bands that did this thirty, forty, fifty years ago. We can still go back and listen to those songs. So, do we really need that know, again? Another new band, new band quote unquote new band coming out and just regurgitating the same thing. That's like what? at least try and put your own spin on it. Try and try and be a little bit more genuine yeah. about it. Amplify it. Do yeah, something yeah. To it and and yeah. actually say something. Yeah. Like you have this platform, and and especially now, you know, I, I know there are a lot of artists that complain about the current state of the
1: music industry but everybody has a platform now i mean thinking about where we've come from they haven't had such a big platform until now yeah you know and and i think that like the the two major players are tiktok and instagram instagram is for fans tiktok is to find new people Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the way that i've compartmentalized that and and yeah when when you're when you're like (laughs) just regurgitating what other bands have done a million times uh, i don't know i think that there's got to be some type of genuine nature to it uh, that's why you know bands like Sleep Token and Ghost and all that stuff like I'm not a fan of Ghost I, I really don't like Ghost but god damn do I appreciate them oh, you yeah. know yeah. it's like I feel the same way yeah, with we the saw beat. them a couple years ago and they put on one hell of a show yeah they're sick yeah. and their show is nuts they have the like a beautiful, five beautiful level stage. stage with checkered flooring and like yeah. Uh, We we were lucky enough to be uh, close, but up a little higher. We were in the 100s, like a little bit uh, on the sides. We were able to we were able to look at the whole stage and the inner workings of it, and it was pretty freaking mind blowing. the The amount of uh, I feel like they put more, almost more work into that than they do into the music, and like and that's fine too. You know, that's it's it's like theater, and if that's genuine to who what they want to convey and what they want to do, all the power to them. They're doing something different, and that's important
0: to important to us at least. All oh, right. right. Well, I think we have ranted a good bit about nice. Sleep Token and Ghost now. <laughs> so I think I'm going to end it here. Thank you sure. so Perfect. much, guys, for coming on. If you guys want to plug Thank anything, you. feel free to go ahead. Yeah,
2: we've got uh, our annual Halloween show coming up, October 28th at the Brass Monkey. Uh, it's going to be a crazy night. We've got Traveler and Growing Fires with us. Cash prize
1: to the best costume. Yeah, and costume it's, not contest. A, it's not a negligible amount of money either. It, you might be able to pay half
2: your rent with it. So. It's lovely. It's a very nice amount. Uh, and it'll be in cold hard cash.
1: And we got a new track coming out uh October twenty seventh the day before. The day before. <gasps> and it's yeah. uh it's a banger. It's a fast paced banger. Excited. A little bit innovative, a little bit of the same, but yeah. it uh, it's gonna kick your butt and we have a video coming out with it as
0: well. Yeah. Perfect. That's that's your visual part of it. There that's awesome. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and I hope you thank have you. a great day. You thanks thanks too, so much. Buddy.